Hey, I'm Emily. And I'm Emily. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Coming Up Roses. Hey guys, welcome back. Hey guys. I am here. Oh. <laughs> am I supposed to talk? Yes. I am here today with someone I have talked a lot about on the podcast, and that is my best friend, oh. Courtney. That's me. <laughs> Courtney and I are doing this over the, well, app, so you know how that is. Whenever Emily and I do it, there's always, like, a little bit of a lag, so we always, like, start to interrupt each other, and we both always go, oh, no, no, you go ahead, so. We, I feel like we do that in person anyway, so. (laughs) Yeah. It's not very different. What's funny, too, is usually we're on the same line, so you're like, oh, yeah, I was basically going to say that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I actually yesterday celebrated my 22nd birthday. What, what? Um, I am no longer 20 fun. I am 22 and Emily is 22. Courtney is 22. A lot of my friends are, you know, 21 is such a big birthday. And then 22 is kind of the first birthday where there's not that like big ordeal. It's kind of the first like, up. adult birthday. Yeah, that's a good way to describe it. That's kind of how I felt yesterday because I just went to school and hung out. <laughs> yeah, and it's weird because but, it was on a Tuesday too. So yeah, not much you can very... do on a Tuesday in a pandemic. Um, <laughs> right, right. I I had class and I had a bunch of meetings, and then last night I was like, "Well, I gotta go to bed because I have class tomorrow." So, but um 22 does feel pretty old and so Courtney and I actually of course had a very similar idea to do 22 things we've learned um so we're each gonna do 11 um and what's funny too is I made my list and then read her list and we had a lot of the same (laughs) ones on there um well I think that there's only so much you can learn at this point in life but that's very true I feel like 22 is very reflective that's how I felt really turning this age because we're in our last year of college and this is like the brink of being an adult fully so Mm -hmm. yeah I felt that way too especially because also my senior capstone recital is this Saturday so this week is just like the culmination of my entire like dance career mm-hmm. in college and so it does feel like very yeah like reflective and yeah but I will kick us off with all right my number one we each have 11 like I said but um the first thing I had was that routine is important it will keep you sane in the midst of chaos if mm-hmm. you listen to the podcast for a while you know that I am the girl with the routines the one who keeps myself on track. And so that is just something that I took for granted when I was younger. And now, especially with there being a pandemic, it's so important in my life. Yeah, I can attest to you being a routine queen from living with you for a good solid year and a half. Um, And it yes, we did live together. We did, didn't we? Um, I also agree. Routine is so important. And my first one kind of ties into that. Um, it's more of like a routine of um, like daily devotion, like with my faith and my relationship with God. That is the most important thing in my life and making that a priority mm-hmm. and a consistent 
part of my day has been such a game changer and something that I've really come to understand in my 22 years. Yeah, I don't think I got good at that until I was in my 20s. Like, um, I haven't talked about this much, but I like gave my life to Jesus in college. So, but like growing up, I kind of like toyed with the relationship. Mm -hmm. And I think it's hard when you're younger to like make that daily devotion, like you said, but that's something that has really been instilled in me through college. Um, My, and I'll skip around my list, but kind of to bounce off of that, um, one of my things I've learned is that like trusting in God and having that relationship with him is a daily choice. Mm -hmm. Like you don't just get to wake up every day and take it for granted. And some days it won't be easy. And that's something that I think it was especially hard this semester. Um, semester's not over. (laughs) It's only November. (laughs) We're close though, which uh is crazy. Oh yeah. So crazy. But You know, some days you wake up and you, like, don't want to have your quiet time or you, like, know, like, God is saying something to you and you're, like, "Mm, mm, yeah, I could listen to that or I could, like, do my own thing and not worry about Mm -hmm. it. And it's, like, hard in the midst of everything that's, like, going on in the world to make that devotion. But it is a daily choice. And I think reminding yourself of – why you made that choice in the first place helps. For sure. Um, and it just takes maturity, honestly. I feel like I say that a lot. Yeah. And sure. we are mature at 22 years of age, very old and wise. <laughs> um, I hope I get wiser. I hope. Yeah. <laughs> it, it happens as you get older. Um, yeah. But yeah, my next one is that it's really important to get to know yourself and really get to know your people that are in your circle. Mm. Um, I think that it just, it's not enough to just let that happen naturally because naturally you will get to know people and get to know yourself. But if you carve out time for that and make spaces to ask intentional questions and spend time figuring out what your hobbies are and like Mm. what you like to do on the weekends College has been such a unique time for that. And I feel like I've really gotten chances yeah. to really get to know people. Um, and some of my other other ones dive into that a little more just from experiences that I've had. But for the most part, that's just been so important. Yeah, that's really good. And I think if, if you're an extrovert or an introvert type, you're probably good at one of those. But I like how you included both. Like you need to get to know your people and you need to get to know yourself. Mm-hmm. Like be fully known in both of those. Cause like I'm more of an extrovert. I feel like I know my friends better than I know myself sometimes. Yeah. And with quarantine, you know, you really I had to work on figuring out who I was and what I liked and why I thought the way I yeah. did. Especially because really we're good. constantly changing. Like in college, my style Mm. has changed a lot. My favorite foods have changed a lot. Like it's good to just take, you know, some benchmarks of where you're at and self-reflect often, not like every day, but at least I feel like with the seasons, people kind of change. So. Mm -hmm. That was a good one. Thanks. Wow, now I'm thinking. (laughs) My next one is 
kind of about yourself. Um, it's not as like wholly including and profound like that was, <laughs> but um, one of my big ones and one of the things that I've been sharing a lot recently with like younger people in my life has been that you have to show up for yourself. Yeah. Something that's really hard about dance is it's hard to wake up every day and put on a leotard and tights and dance for a really long time and not get discouraged, especially when you don't see progress. And one of my professors, when I was a sophomore and I wanted to quit the program, I was like, I'm not getting any attention in class. Like no one seems to care that I'm there. I'm not getting cast in any pieces. And he was like, but would you quit over that? And I was like, well, I don't know. I just want more attention. And he was like, just show up for yourself. Like come to class every day with the mentality that you are there for you to get better on what you want to yeah. get better on. And no, like nothing else can affect you. And just my whole mentality has changed. It's hard to not let what people think of you. And, you know, if your professor isn't giving you a lot of feedback on something or your boss or whatever that's hard because like you deserve to have that relationship mm-hmm. but like I see girl, there's girls in my senior capstone piece who are talking to me about how they feel like the professors don't care about them and I was like you have to start just showing up for yourself in class and just be your own biggest supporter in classes and work and everything because at the end of the day you have to answer for yourself right. so that has totally changed my mentality about so much. And that professor is my mentor for the scene for my senior year. So his advice was very, very great. So it's not really mine. I still, that's a great thing though, to understand at this age, because it, it's only going to keep happening. You know, people are going to flake and they're going to like fall on what they said and do the opposite of what they said. And, at the end of the day, the only mm. person you can depend on is, well, God, but also yourself. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my next one is to celebrate the small things and the small wins. Um, and that can look a lot different for people. For me, it's kind of like if I take a test one day, I'll go get dessert later. I'll get ice cream with a friend or something, or I'll go shopping or just spend time with people outside of a school environment. Um, And it doesn't have to Mm -hmm. be, you know, like I love to celebrate my birthday and like I made it a weekend full of stuff, but honestly I love celebrating little things just as much. And one of our roommates is studying really hard for a board exam this coming weekend. And, um, I'm going to throw her a little surprise thing. And so I just think finding ways to celebrate people is so important because some days that's all you get. You don't get those huge wins. Like with graduation coming up, that's a huge celebration. But think of all the moments it took to get there and celebrating those along the way, honestly, means a lot more to me than the big final um, final one, if that makes sense. Well, life is so hard and long and tedious that if you don't celebrate the small things and I think you're a really great person who celebrates small things like you're never gonna enjoy it right like there's just so much that goes on in the day like in your day that's either like not fun or mundane and routine and so if you don't take opportunity to like step aside and enjoy those things 
life's just going past right or even if it's just like giving yourself like a physical pat on the back like literally doing things to just celebrate yourself and it doesn't have to be like balloons and confetti but like sleeping in one Mm -hmm. morning or just giving yourself a break and like realizing you've completed something or accomplished something is super important I love that that's a great way to like treat yourself well is to like celebrate the small wins especially for yourself but um something that I've learned especially with friendships in college and making new friends is treat people how they want to be treated um I'm super into the love languages Emily and I have talked about it on the podcast before but not everyone has that same reaction to different acts of love mm-hmm. as you so some people like certain things some people like for you to treat them a certain way you know if they're upset they don't want you to make a big deal out of it they just want you to do this and so you don't have to like know everyone's exact love language and how they respond to everything because that's a lot to manage but just knowing kind of how people respond to things and kind of picking up on those cues and they ideally want to be treated by a friend is just like makes people feel seen and it helps a lot of friendships like really blossom yeah when you can figure that out yeah and I think that's the way that the love languages is actually supposed to work I think a lot of times we focus it on ourselves, but I feel like it's really good to know like I said knowing how your people um just how they work is so important and like it's not hard to figure out but also I think we just overlook it sometimes of how it's important it really is and I feel like you do a really good job of that too I think that my I think both of our love languages are they words of affirmation yeah and so and I feel like naturally because that is mine I love to write people little notes and I also love receiving notes but I have friends that it's like gifts Mm -hmm. or physical touch and I'm like, "Eh." but at the end of the day, it's like, if you want to really celebrate that person or make them feel special, you want to do what will make, you know, the most impact. And um, so it's always worth it to go out of your way and do that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, this next one's not really related, but (laughs) um. I've really come to realize that you don't have to have it all figured out all the time. You really don't have to have anything figured Mm -hmm. out, especially this year with like the pandemic. So many of my plans have just gone out the window. And at times it feels like you have to figure it all out in that moment. But honestly, adults this year, like none of us knew what was going on. None of us knew what the next month held. Like, I think we just put this pressure on ourselves to figure it out, especially in college. And that just doesn't need to be there. No. Yeah. That is so true. I grew up and I was always like, oh, well, my parents Mm -hmm. know like what's going on. When I'm older, I'll be like them. And my parents are just now like really finding themselves out of their empty nesters, you know, like my professors do not have it all figured out. And so, yeah, that's really good. (laughs) Dang. Yeah. Kind of going along with that, I guess, is um, don't take yourself too seriously. This one is especially aimed at my dancers. Um, 
we're in these little pods right now for our dance classes. I don't know if I've talked about that yet, but there's only five to six of us in each group. And we're with these people like for every single class every week, we just rotate rooms and I do not take myself too seriously at all. And especially yesterday, I was just in such a good mood because it's my birthday and I was kind of like flopping around, goofing around. And some people just take themselves so seriously. Like I treat every class like it's going to benefit me, but you know, I don't, this is very specific to dance, but not every pirouette is going to be like my last. I'm not on stage. I'm in Mm -hmm. class. You know, not every assignment I turn in is going to, no assignment I turn in is going to end up on my resume. No project I do, you know, it's just things like that. Like when you do make mistakes or when you are in a really intense setting, like class or whatever, just like take some of that pressure off yourself to have it all together and not make mistakes and look a certain way and just kind of let go of that idea that you have to be all put together and perfect because you won't. (laughs) That's true. What is it is again, not related at all. Um, But something I really learned and loved about my experience the past four years in college is that I absolutely love having roommates, but I also love alone time. And I think I really understood this year that I really think I'm a mix of an extrovert and an introvert. Um, I don't know if anyone else really Mm -hmm. uh, came to that realization in quarantine of what they were, but um, I just think that it is the greatest thing ever this time of living with your best friends and living with people that you don't really have much in common besides the fact you live with each other. One of my roommates is in the pharmacy mm-hmm. program at UMKC. We don't have any classes together because I'm a business major, but it has been the sweetest thing getting to know her and just like share our lives together. Um, but also I think it's totally mm-hmm. fine to love alone time too. And finding that balance has been kind of tricky, but I think it's a really good balance to have in I just like, I love everything about it. I don't know if you felt the same way. No, I loved freshman year. um, You know, I just had one roommate and we Mm -hmm. had been friends in high school. So that was a completely different experience than living with um, my roommate now or the TZ house. But yeah, I've enjoyed every roommate experience I've had. They've all been so different because it was dorm room, DZ house, Mm -hmm. and now I'm in an apartment where I, like, have my own room. But my roommate now, like, we still, even though we're both on completely opposite schedules, we still, like, she'll sit Mm -hmm. on the couch and I'll sit at the table and we'll, like, work on homework, but, like, be talking or sending TikToks back and forth. And it's just nice to share your living space with someone. Like, human interaction is good throughout the day. For sure. I think it's just also, like, I'm not sure the next chance I'll get to have so many roommates. I mean, I'm sure I will in the future again, but I feel like college is such a fun time to explore that. Um, So I'm just really thankful I've had that experience. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a good one. My next one is um, try not to Mm. complain much. Um, I, it was either a podcast or a book or honestly, maybe just someone's Instagram story, 
but it was like try not to complain for a day and watch how hard it is to make mm. small talk with people and so I did it and I realized that my go-to was always like oh the weather is so bad today oh like I'm so tired I'm so hungry and people use it as their go-to because it and the like the reason why is not like malicious at all it's not to like bring the energy down which is like the result of complaining people just do it because it's like a common ground we can all agree on like they're trying to like center the conversation and include everyone and so that intention is great but it does just like bring the energy down and I mean the dance program like we're we have this weird like pod system and this rotation schedule and it's hard and we have to clean our own studios and we're not getting the same experience but when everyone's complaining all the time it makes me not like going to class and so you know complaint and like resenting the situation you're in like is sin and so like set yourself apart don't be someone who resorts to complaining immediately like there's a time and place for airing your grievances and when you're making small talk with your classmates or, you know, talking to the cashier at Trader Joe's, like that's not the time, like you should bring life mm-hmm. into pe- like people's days. And so complaining is not the way to go about it. And it just makes you have a better outlook on your day. Like when the little things don't like stay in like your thoughts and you don't like speak them yeah. out, they don't bug you as much. So that's something that I try to do. Yeah. I could be better always, but something it's kind of similar, but I try not to cross my arms. I think you've said something about this in the dance program that they say, but um, I kind of got that from like sports growing up because it just shows that like something is wrong. I mean, you, you might not have anything wrong, but it's like that body language is kind of like it spreads to people and they kind of feel the same way. And I can tell a difference when my arms are crossed. I feel a little more like, I don't know, just uninterested or just kind of not as um, excited about whatever I'm doing. Yeah. In my acting class, we talked actually today about how crossing your arms means you're like, you're not open Mm -hmm. to people. Like that's what the signal gives off. And like, we're not allowed to cross our arms in the days like no I like if someone crosses their arms everyone notices yeah we're not supposed to do it so that's a good one yeah um so my next one is kind of a funny story um well funny stories as it's happened multiple times um it's to take the scenic route even if it's by mistake just enjoy it um because I'm from Springfield and that's like two and a half hours from Kansas City I've driven home, I don't know how many times um, throughout college to see family, whatever. Um, but there have been probably five times where I missed an exit that I should have taken 20 miles back. I end up in these back roads, nowhere, Missouri. And I'm so irritated because like this happened this summer as a senior, incoming senior. Like I should know where I'm going by now. And I just would get so irritated at myself. But then I would look around and like, literally the Midwest is beautiful and I would just kind of get mad at myself I'm like it doesn't matter like I'm gonna get there but I'm just taking a little while longer and you can take this as deep as you want but I just think it's so important that you just enjoy where you're going along the way even if you know your Mm -hmm. route's kind of messed up your GPS doesn't work 
Um, I just think I've had to really learn to be flexible with that. But, but yeah, it's just kind of on my mind, I guess. <laughs> One time we took the scenic route. We went and to a friend's hometown oh. for New Year's and we drove back and yeah. it was not the way we came. It was like 30 mile per hour roads and I was like, this is not the yeah. highway. Um, there's a lot of Missouri that you can get lost on. I will admit. <laughs> <laughs> but now I like have to have my GPS that is true. on. It's embarrassing, but. I turn it on in Kansas City because I'm scared I'll yeah. like get like off, once I know? get jamming out with my music and not paying attention that's probably how it happens literally yeah oh yeah or you're like oh I do know what I'm doing yeah. and then you kind of start to panic and you're like well I, mean, right. I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> my next one is um kind of about being like I guess embarrassed because I get embarrassed when I get lost and I feel like everyone can tell that I'm lost in my car. No. Um, I get so embarrassed. I get so embarrassed by like normal things. Like, I don't know. What's a good example? Oh, like I always have a million bags when I'm on campus because I'm always doing a lot. Like if I'm on campus, I better be like getting everything done. And I always have like a million bags. I feel like everyone is looking at me being like, look at this bag lady and all her stuff. And let me tell you, turns out no one actually, A, cares about what you're doing, or B, is looking at you, or C, is probably judging you. So stop being so embarrassed. My friend and I are talking about, my dance friend and I are talking about that, because she's always like, I can't believe everyone saw that. That was so embarrassing. And I said, I didn't see that. What are you talking about? She goes, I don't know. I feel like everyone's just always looking at me, judging me. And I was like, no, I feel like that too, though. And that's definitely, like, from a place of anxiety and wanting people to, like, Mm-hmm. think you have it all together but when you're just existing no one is probably caring about you especially that's... on a college campus everyone is at a weird exactly a weird that is point so <laughs> relatable I think this semester I've noticed that because with zoom university um you do a lot of staring at people like on the screen and I've got I know yeah I think you tweeted about this but just like I've gotten kind of self-conscious and like the way I appear on a screen because I'm like oh all these 30 people in their little squares are staring at my little square like of course everyone's looking at me and especially when like my professor calls on me and I'm like oh my gosh everyone's looking at my facial expressions and nobody cares and if they're being creepy and staring at you that's a different thing but that's so true people are just living their lives Mm -hmm. and half the time they're just as like insecure as you or self-conscious or whatever Mm -hmm. yeah that's good I randomly I was thinking how I get kind of self-conscious when I'm grocery shopping it's so weird I actually I think I hate grocery shopping especially especially I'm always like I'm choosing the wrong foods or like they're getting something you know it's just silly stuff like that and I'm just thinking about that I have to go to the grocery store tomorrow, so that's probably why I'm thinking about that. Um, so I think <laughs> we're on number seven. So my number seven is that it is okay to ask for help, whether that is from your friends, family, or it's like a therapist. Mm-hmm. I definitely didn't 
I didn't know this growing up and I don't remember ever asking a friend if they could talk with me or asking my parents if they could talk with me. Um, But I actually have been doing therapy for the past three years and kind of working out some experiences I've had in my life. And it honestly has been so eye-opening and, and I feel like it does help in more mm-hmm. ways than one. And, um, and there's a lot of ways that you could ask for help. And um, just, I know that you volunteer on a crisis text line. It's just, I love that our generation is really focusing on that and kind of like expressing that to people and just being more open about how yeah you can be open with your struggles and kind of find similar um similar ground with people and and get the help that you need so absolutely I am so thankful that we that we're growing up in a time when like mental health is part of the conversation like my dance program the first batch of seniors had their show last weekend we had a mental health monday Mm -hmm. last week or this monday so monday we had no dance classes only rehearsals um because they just felt that everyone needed it um so i'm so thankful that that's part of the conversation kind of in relation to that um i've talked a bit about like fitness and body positivity and you all know i'm a fitness instructor and one of the big reasons I kind of got into it or like why I've stayed in it really is like I needed the like person I am today growing up, like my own relationship with food. And something I've come to realize is like no food is bad or good. It's just like it has no moral value. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. literally just food. Like it can taste good and it can taste bad, but that's not its like moral value. Like tonight for dinner, I – I'm not in the mood for anything all day because I had, like, a big salad for lunch, so I wasn't, like, super hungry. And I made a quesadilla and just ate the tortilla parts and was like, well, the middle's done. And I was like, oh, that was such a bad meal. But it's not bad. Like, I'm not in trouble for eating that. (laughs) You know? And that's so hard to get that out of your brain because society tells you, Mm -hmm. like, eat clean, only eat whole foods. These are bad foods, but food doesn't have moral value that's like literally like marketing to try to get you to like buy certain things so ignore that also ignore that I don't know if this is even relevant but super healthy food is expensive and when you're balling on a college budget you just you gotta eat the ramen and you gotta eat the mac and cheese sometimes and that's fine life goes on not everything can be instagram worthy to share if i shared everything i ate people would think i was i don't know just they'd probably worry about what what i was eating but no i literally talked to my friend about this because she's a very picky eater she doesn't like vegetables at all and she's a dancer so like dancers have a stereotype of like being super healthy eaters and I consider myself I eat a lot of like nourishing foods that's like what I call it I really actually like vegetables but I have like maybe like two dozen foods that I can eat without them making me like like some foods I'll go through these phases where certain foods literally make me like feel like Mm -hmm. I feel sick when I think about them like I'll go through phases where like like beef will make me feel so like icky towards it and I have like 24 foods that don't do that and they're all foods yeah. that like, kids eat like 
that's okay. baby vegetables and bananas and eggs but yeah like no they're right. it's just food yeah you just gotta eat to live so eat what you want Great. no yeah also food is expensive i started shopping at aldi and it really has changed the game coming from a target shopper uh aldi's the way to go so this podcast is not (laughs) sponsored by aldi but i feel like it could be if you want to sponsor us (laughs) hit me up all right um moving on um Oh, that's kind of funny because that goes with my next one. So it's to make mistakes, but learn from them and move on from them. I think that a lot of us, I don't know. I didn't come into college with the mindset of like, oh, this is the time to make mistakes, you know, because I feel like that's kind of projected in like movies and like stuff like that about college. But I mean, we're definitely going to Mm -hmm. make mistakes and that's okay. But the part that we have to understand is that we shouldn't make them again and um I think it really applies applies to kind of like relationships that I've seen in my life um just making sure you keep moving forward um because it's okay to look back but making sure you're taking steps to have a better um outcome next time or whatever that is something that we actually say in like my business classes is that um you want to fail fast and fail forward. If you are going to fail or make a mistake, always turn it into a positive and just get past it. Like get going. Like you've got mm. life to live and more experiences to have. So. Yeah. That's really good. That kind of relates to the next one I was going to do, which is like, sometimes you have to kind of hit that like failure or as I was uh, yes. referred to it, rock bottom in order to get ahead like I was definitely plateauing in my life before my big breakup sophomore year and then post that was like just one big crock of failure but now like there's so many things in my life that wouldn't have happened had I not like bottomed out um and I don't wish a horrible breakup and low mental health and low self-esteem on anyone especially 20 year old girls but like it was a necessary thing that had to happen in my life for me to like get right in my relationship with God and learn a lot about myself and figure out what I want out of life and so I like I like that fail forward yeah I've never thought of that because you have two That's ways really if you fail or you fall you can fall backwards or you can fall forward so that's kind of the idea with it is to fall in a way that'll get you to think of new ways of doing it or new ideas or or just kind of get you moving forward yeah is it my is it my turn i that's really i'm getting weird. lost okay it is your um, turn so <laughs> my next one is that you will never ever ever regret a random act of kindness and that doesn't have to be something super big Mm -hmm. um I honestly think I mean we can't right now but smiling at a stranger like you know passing by people saying hi to someone maybe in the grocery line just like things like that I think they mean so much more to people than we than we give them credit for or we kind of acknowledge um 
I had a situation my freshman year of college that I will absolutely never forget. Um, it was just the most random act of kindness. This girl I had class with, I didn't even know her. I met her in the class. It was like a boring computer software class. She brought me flowers to class one day. Um, and I mean, the reason was um, kind of personal. We had been talking about some similar experiences we'd had, but she just thought of me and brought me flowers to class. And it was raining that day. And she walked into class with the flowers like out her backpack. It was just like something I will never forget. And I feel like when that happens to you, you want to pass it on. And so whatever that looks like, a random act of kindness. I feel like if the world did more of that, we'd have a much better world. Yeah. No, I remember you telling me that story. And I think this is one of mine to kind of go along with that. Anytime you think of someone or someone you haven't talked to in a while pops up on your Snapchat memories or what always happens to me is I'll see somebody like somebody's Instagram story because I don't look at I don't get very far into Instagram stories but occasionally like a super random person will pop up pretty early on in the algorithm and I'll be like oh I've not talked to them forever and if someone is on your mind like they've been put on your heart for a reason yeah and like you should reach out to them and like people really just want somebody to show up for them even in, like, the tiniest little ways. Like, this is such right. an isolating season for a lot of people. And not only is there the pandemic happening, but we're also heading into winter right. and final season and winter and fall break. And those are really hard times for especially college students. And so, like, I'm trying to be really conscious about the people that pop into my, like, consciousness throughout the day and be like, oh, let me write that down so like I can text them later and ask them how you know their midterms went ask them what they're doing for Thanksgiving you know so that's that's something I didn't yeah same I didn't really like I didn't really do that before I came to college and now like having other people do that for me like reach out to me randomly or do an act of kindness for me I've been like oh I want to be like that yeah it's super it definitely rubs off um Something on the flip side, though, not to be, like, negative, but my next one is that those who gossip with you will gossip about you, um, and that gossip is just pointless, mm. and we could do a whole podcast episode on this, probably, if you'd have me again, and um, I just think that <laughs> as random acts of kindness and um, positive things like that are infectious, so is gossip, and gossip can really affect relationships and just kind of stir up drama that doesn't need to be there and I think that I've really been trying to eliminate a lot of that in my life especially with people I'm closest to um, because it just doesn't add positively to our relationship and really at the end of the day what's the point (laughs) Mm -hmm. no that's so true and, like, when something happens to you where, like, you find out people are gossiping about you, right? it, like, hurts. And you're, like, oh, I will not do this again. And, of course, you do because we're yeah, human, I'm not, but yeah, you don't realize I'm how much I'm not saying I'm perfect and never do, but I feel like it's always worth it when you make the conscious decision to shut down a conversation or just not even begin one. 
even if you're dying to talk about something it's just yeah. like you said with complaining there's like so many better things to talk about so yeah if you're gonna gossip about someone gossip about celebrities sure they won't ever find out <laughs> what do they care <laughs> My last one is not profound, and we already kind of touched it on it, but do not worry about the beautiful recipes you see on TikTok, the nourish bowls that fill my For You page, the fancy egg things that I see on Instagram every morning. Um, I have successfully this year, my roommate can attest to this, I rarely cook. I have successfully lived off of baby carrots, bananas, and grilled turkey and cheeses, and I have not died yet, nor have I gotten COVID, so... You can do it. You do not have to be a chef. You do not have to spend a lot of money on ingredients. Buy the food you like. Don't cook if you don't want to, if you're like me and you just don't want to. I agree. And I am a firm supporter of microwave meals. Um, Sometimes those look pretty gourmet, if I do say so myself, if I take it out of the plastic bowl and put it on an actual plate. Um, You can kind of trick yourself into thinking that you made that from scratch. but that's very true. There are a lot of there are a lot of microwave meals happening when we yep. lived in our sorority house together. Um, um, they were almost they were pretty good. every night. They got us through, didn't they? <gasps> they did. They did. Well, they did. They did. I guess I'm finishing off. Um, my last one is going to sound very you are. cliche, but I I've seen it in my life. Um, Go ahead and manifest your dreams because it works. And um, if you put pen to paper and you try to make things happen, most of the time they will happen. Um, don't be afraid to dream big. Um, that's kind of my last thing I've really learned is that you really can, if there's something you're passionate about, go 100% in on that. Like it's so worth it. So. Mm. and you clearly do that with dance Mm -hmm. so it's been really cool to see how you are making your dreams happen and you know we're just out here 22 living our lives and yeah that's right dreaming big preparing for the future (laughs) well that was a great one to end on before you go on this lovely wednesday evening I have some rapid fire questions I've been asking all of my guests. So you have to answer these quickly. You cannot hesitate. Well, you can hesitate a little, but you can't hesitate very long. Anna's really good about answering them right away. So you have to look up to that. Survey says. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There is no survey says. The survey is you. So. Okay. Rapid fire Uh, question number one. Favorite food. Pink. Favorite color. I knew the answer to that one. Favorite bachelor or bachelorette contestant? Well, oh, shoot. favorite bachelor um, or bachelorette? Favorite bachelor, Sean Lowe. Favorite bachelorette? Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. Um, um, can I say my least favorite? Claire Crawley. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, if you're going to gossip about someone, gossip about Claire Crawley and Dale. Um, I'm not even caught up, but I know exactly what has happened because the clownery on the internet well, now it's right Keisha. now so is now so intense. Literally everyone. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I'll get caught back up. 
Um, with How lots do you of take sugar your and cream. To where you can't taste the coffee. As you should. Also, on my what... answer about favorite food, I guess I could <laughs> say Chinese food, but if I had to be specific, it's rice. I don't know if that makes any difference. I was, I whenever I wrote these, well, I copy and pasted them because I use them every week. I yep. was like, I bet Courtney's going to say Chinese food for her favorite food. Another food-related question. This is very important to I me. Do. do you like hot I dogs? I really like brats. Cheese brats. You'd fit in well with my family. Yes. Yep. My cousins love cheese brats. Last thing. I, before we close, I think it's important to, and Emily and I have a really great episode about finding your girl gang and how to be, another good episode is like how to be people's biggest fans. And so I'm going to end the episode by saying my favorite thing about my guest, which is the lovely Courtney. And my favorite thing about Courtney is that she is invested in both the big and the small. What I mean by that is like Courtney has been one of my like biggest fans over the years. And, you know, there's been big stuff that I've been a part of, like sorority recruitment. I did a Shakespeare play like Courtney has these amazing, huge dreams about New York and where she's going to move and all these accomplishments. But when it comes to the small things, she also does a really good job of just like hyping you up, whether it be swapping <laughs> up on a quote you put on your Instagram story and being like, this is really good. And you're like, wow, thank you. Um, and just like showing up for other people in the little things. And you're just so detail oriented in your own life. It's helped me like learn how to become more detail oriented and it's just so cool to see someone who can both have these like grandiose dreams and like these incredible things that like God's doing in your life in like big terms but also in just the everyday small things so you've been an amazing friend over the years I'm crying if you're listening to this go tell (laughs) don't cry if you're listening to this, go tell someone in your life what you love about them, one of your girls, um, and empower each other because this is a, if you're not a words of affirmation person, for sure, it's still nice to hear sometimes. I'm a words of affirmation person. Anna's a words of affirmation person. You are. So it's been good so far, but I think I'm going to have one of my dance friends on who is not <laughs> words of affirmation, so she might hate it. But, well, thank you so much, Courtney. This was one of my I've loved all the guest series but this was a really good episode yeah it's definitely my favorite too um because I was on it just kidding (laughs) (laughs) well whether you are listening when this comes out Thursday at 6 a.m props to you early riser are you listening over the weekend or a couple weeks later I hope you're having a great one um and we will see you same time same place we won't see you but you'll hear us next week bye thanks courtney bye guys